Father, we thank you for your word, Lord. Father, we thank you for the Holy Spirit and truth, Lord. Father, we thank you that you're guiding us into all truth, Lord. Father, we thank you for the fear of the Lord. With the fear of the Lord, there is wisdom, Father. So we thank you for the wisdom from heaven, Lord. That wisdom from heaven, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's message is, have it your way. In Matthew 4, 1 through 4, it was said this. Matthew 4 says, Then Jesus, being led of the Spirit into the wilderness, to be tempted of the devil. Jesus was led into the wilderness, not just to fast and beat himself up, and to be tempted of the devil. And how many know the devil runs the world, and he's all around the world, and he's in every mountain in the world, and he's seducing us in every area of our life. So, the world is your wilderness, and you need to overcome it. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, after he was hungered, and the tempter came, and said, If thou be the Son of God, command these stones and make them bread. So what, he was, what he's saying is, he's like, you're, you're really hungry, right? You really want that thing, right? Or you really want that, Jesus. I mean, you're like 40 days, you must be starving. You can just turn to bread, and you can just do that. You really want. So he got him when his flesh was at his weakest. When he was, his flesh was starving for something. Satan came, and he didn't say, "Hey." Jesus didn't care nothing about uh, a horse right then. He was hungry. He didn't need a ride at that point. He needed something. He wanted something to eat, and Satan knew that. Satan's not going to come and tempt you with something you don't want. He's going to tempt you with what you want. Because what you want is not always what God wants. But, and I was, this is my new poster saying, this isn't Burger King. Have it your way. So if you want it your way, you go to Burger King. If you want it God's way, you enter into the kingdom of God and you follow the word of God. Right? So, this is what God was elaborating in my heart and in my spirit about the whole thing, was just this thing, proceed. We think proceed. So, Proceed is to move forward and onward. So it's always going forth. It's proceeding all the time. Religious people say, well, let me find in the Word. But the, the Rhema Word is, the Logo Word is the Logo Word. And the, the, the Lord of the Spirit, is, it confuses, it'll kill you or do whatever. It'll make you legalist and law-abiding, law really. But you'll have no direction. Because you can't find out in the Word of God um, things... Right now, well, am I supposed to do this or that? Well, let me look it up in the Word of God. Well, is it sin or not? It's like you'll be there all day trying to find... You're being led by the Spirit. So, proceed. Proceed. So he said, live by not bread alone. What is bread? We need... We, we, we have to eat or we'll die. But Jesus said, you can't just live by that alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So it's always moving. And what he's saying, even in us will flow rivers of living water. And Jesus said, my words are life. Yes. And, and Peter said, well, where will we go? Jesus, you have the words of life. How many of the Holy Spirit is Jesus now? And he's still speaking words of life in our life. Mm-hmm. That's right. But you have ears to hear. Spirit speaks to dreams, visions, people, small voice. I had this message a week ago, by the way, so some of you are wondering, well, if this happened yesterday or the day before. No, this I had I can show you on my phone if you want to call me on it. Just to let you know, because some people think 
something happens. But you know that God's already, He's not in time. He's the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the first and last. He actually created time, so how can you put Him in time? You put God into your own little box. So, basically, God's preparing the message for those that need to hear the message, even in years to come. Somebody, a year from now, will turn on YouTube and have something happen their week, and there it'll be. Because God sets up everything. And He knows everyone's thoughts and everything. It's like, that's just that an assumption could make you so um, amazed with Him just to know that He knows everyone's thoughts at one time. They're trying to make computers that now, but it's like, they're trying to make computers like God, like it can, but it's not. It's like, the, He's the, ma- He's the, He's the, the everything. So, let's read 2 Timothy 2. <coughs> 13, but continue to remember that proceeds out of the mouth of God. We shall not live by bread only. We shall not live by what the world, what, what we seek in this life. We shall not live. We shall not live after. We shall not run after. It says, then we can bring up Matthew 6, 33. Seek not the things. Seek the kingdom and its righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. So, the kingdom is God's breath. The kingdom is God's voice. The kingdom is God. If we believe not, you abide faithful, but cannot deny, he cannot deny himself. Um, verse 13, uh, 2 Timothy, verse 13 through 19, I'm reading. And these things put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord, that strive not as words to no profit, but subverting the hearers. Subverting the hearers. Study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that need not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word, rightly dividing the bread from heaven. The bread out of the mouth of God. you got to divide it. Is that God's voice? Do we know His voice? That's Satan's major plan. To, 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 can't, to make His voice God's voice. In the garden, he basically didn't make His voice God's voice, but he deceived it with God's words. And if the Word of God is God, and in the beginning was the Word, and the Word became flesh, and the Word dwelt among us, and... And that means God created all things, and He made heavens earth. So in the beginning was God, so He created everything, so whatever is created is Him. So basically, the Word of God too. But then we have a proceeding relationship with the Holy Spirit that we need to rightly divide all the time. It says, test the spirits whether they are from God. Because there's many that have gone out from us, but they were not with us. Because if they were of us, they'd still remain with us. And that's what's going on in the church now everywhere. And we're going to get into the scriptures. But he says, well, when is this going to happen? More now today than yesterday. That, that much I know. Everyone's thinking, oh, there's going to be revival. Things are getting better. No, there's going to be revival. And people are going to run from Jesus more. Or they're going to come into his presence and be transformed more. Because it's going to make, you're either going to make a decision anymore. When Jesus was in town, he was revival. When people met him, the church grew in multi. When persecution came, the church grew even more. So our little... And fantasies about our revival because we want a mega church is all from the hell. The revival is to fill heaven and get people to live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That's his whole. He didn't say Satan. Well, you know what? I'll. I'll he was letting him know that I'm going to fulfill what my my father told me to do, and I don't live by that alone, but every word. So if that doesn't sustain me, my father will. 
shun profane babblings and vain things increase more and more to ungodliness, for their words will eat as a canker, whom Hymenus and Philetus, who concerning the truth have heard, saying that the resurrection is past, and so, but nowadays say um, many um, concerning the truth there are for any kind of doctrine that doesn't, it's not sound doctrine. You can get off from the faith. And it's the fables and fairy tales and all these different things. We've gone over the different doctrines that are going out there right now. You know, Israel can become God. Israel doctrines, this doctrine, formula doctrines. Jesus is a one-step program. You you step into the kingdom and then you obey Him and, and, and lay your life down. And then He's the process of Him purging us and changing us into His image. All we have to do is obey Him and yield to the fire. So, and concerning the truth I've heard, nevertheless the foundation, nevertheless the foundation of God is sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are His. Let every man that name, the name of the Lord Christ, depart from iniquity. And in 2 Peter, Peter says this, 2 Peter chapter 1. Peter, Simon, Peter, servant and apostle of Christ. See, what did he put first? Not apostle, Peter. A servant and apostle of Jesus Christ. A lot of ministers want to be apostles, but they don't want to be servants. To them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and the Savior, Lord Jesus Christ. The grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God of the Lord Jesus Christ, according to the divine power have given unto us all things, everybody say all things, things. pertaining unto life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who has called us into glory and virtue. Whereby are giving unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of His divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust, and beside this getting all diligence Add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love, or charity it says. For these things be in you. You don't have, They're in you. You just, right? Stay connected to Him that is in you. How many know that Christ can be in you, and you could be out of Him? Because you separate yourself. So to be carnally minded is to be an enemy of God. To be separately, to be worldly minded, to be your mind on things below, makes you separate from Him. Sin makes you separate. Although He's not left you, He said to never leave you, forsake you. But He's left that divine connection because that is the that is the the blessing of the leaving the divine connection. Is you feel the separation because when you're with God, He's our life source, and you know when you've been born again. You've been transformed, and you know that your eyes are open, so we're blessed to know, but many are beginning to be taught and trained and to be seduced into living into pernicious ways, into ungodliness and things, and changing the Word of God in in their life and in the churches, and even changing Bibles. So it says this, He, okay, says, And these things in you that you make you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful. He's the vine, and we're the branch. Connect, connection, connection. And we want to be an impact. Everyone that's called to be, everyone's called to the fire if you're born again, and everyone's called called to be a minister. Not everybody's called to have a ministry, but we all called to minister. So every one of us are called by Jesus. If we are, many are called, few are chosen, but you're called to produce fruit. So we know that we've been over that 
many signs, but we need all these. And how does the fruit produce its staying connected to Him? Wherefore, and He said this, in diligence make your calling elect sure, for if you know these things, you shall never fall. For some... For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly unto the everlasting kingdom of the Lord Jesus, Savior, and Jesus Christ. Wherefore, I will not neglect to put you in remembrance always of these things. So we do that every week. We put in remembrance of the Word of God of, in our relationships. The more I want to hang around more people that know more of the Word of God than know their little scriptures. Jesus loves me, this, or Jesus loves me, and God so loved the world. He gave all the scriptures that make everyone feel good when they're sinning because they don't and said I want to know something no what is the word of God is it proceeding out of not because he's not going to say uh, God loves you and he and he's a rewarder then he's diligently he's re- rewarding you because you're diligently seeking him and you've left them and you're sinning every weekend but that's what people do and and churches all the time they take scriptures say this matters no matter what I'm doing or when I'm doing it and it doesn't apply because there's other scriptures that will apply it for that. So the word is active and it's a double-edged sword. And it's piercing and dividing the soul and asunder and cutting us off, separating us unto God fully all the time. So it's very important. And if we have people that we hang around with that speak the word and live the word, then we it's easier for us to stay in the word and walk in truth. That's, I mean, it's been like that. I don't know what's been made of out there and all this religion and these houses of, you know, of whatever, um, Dagon and all these different things that use a little bit of God and they don't continue to preach the full counsel of God. It's not my fault, but I'm called to do it. I mean, my problem. In a way, it's my problem as the office of, of an apostle. When you see it, it's, it's you direct and do something. But I'm saying it, this is right here and we're going to steadfast and move forward into the things of God so we can be free, deliver, have the joy of the Lord, not fake fake joy. And sometimes there's seasons, and there's seasons in a day. You, know, you can say, in the morning, I was happy, and then God put me in the fire at noon. Now I'm going through something. I mean, it's not just seasons in our life. We've got seasons in the day that we got to go through every single day. Right. I've never gone through three or four days in the glory, joy. It's, it's almost impossible. Unless you lock yourself in some place. But anyway, you're still going to be stuck with yourself. And if you, <laughs> if you think too hard, and you look too hard, you'll start to see more wrinkles and more wrinkles and more wrinkles in the Word and in you. It depends. What do you lock yourself up in the room with? A... Um, Joe Osteen's greatest hits or the living Bible. Right? I mean, if you log your, you might just come out of there thinking you're like, you know, or you get, you take the Bible in there, boy, you're going to walk out different or ready to be changed because the Word is the fire. Didn't you say that my Word is like a fire, like a, and it's a hammer. It'll knock the heck out of you. Or break that hard heart. So it's good. We live by it. It's awesome. That's the whole point. Okay. Think you meet that it's long that I tabernacle and stir up and putting you in remembrance. See, only rebellious people try to find things in the Word when they hear it instead of... It's the spirit of rebellion. Moreover, I'll endure, endeavor that you may be able, after we decease, to have these things always in remembrance. For have followed cunningly, you have followed cunningly devisable fables, 
when you have known unto the power of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. But we were eyewitnesses of His majesty. For you shall receive from God all honor and glory. The same came such a voice to Him from the ex- excellent glory. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And the voice which came from heaven we heard, and when we heard it, on the holy mount. We have also a more sure word of prophecy. Sure word of prophecy. Wherein you do well that you take heed as unto a light that shines in a dark place until you until the day of dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Knowing this first, that no prophecy, no proceeding out of the mouth of God of the scripture is of any private interpretation. So people that don't are not baptized in the Holy Spirit, people that don't really are not born again, maybe they've been a Bible school tenured that, but they don't they have no business telling any of us what God is and what He isn't. Because God is not speaking through them. They're speaking a biography of something they read about in a book, but if you have the Holy Spirit in you, God will speak through you. And if it's from God, it'll it'll be it'll be proceeding, it's going forth all the time. God did not go to sleep after the Bible and said, okay, now let everyone figure it out. He is with man. His Holy Spirit's inside of us. And He speaks to us and He leads us in the Holy Spirit's promises in, in the book of uh, the back of the Bible, John, that He will guide us into all truth. So, says, knowing this verse that no prophecy, prophecy any private interpretation for prophecy came not by old time of the will of man, not the will of man, but by holy men, who's who's holy in this room? Raise your hand. If you're not, then you may not be born again because Jesus makes us holy because He's holy. So, and if you did something unholy, you better go to the cross and put some blood on it and walk in holiness again because you're holy because our righteousness is filthy rags. So, holy men of God, not just apostles and prophets, anyone with the Holy Spirit. He said too, he said that in the Bible, he said receive a prophet, receive a prophet's reward. He didn't only stop there, he said receive a righteous man and a righteous man's reward. So think about it. So in these passages, right below here, it's funny that all of these, and it was only Jesus, because I looked. And if I'm wrong, then I didn't see it. I'm not saying it wasn't someone else didn't say it, but these are all popped out. Matthew eleven fifteen, Matthew thirteen nine, Matthew thirteen forty three, Mark four nine, Mark four twenty three, Mark seven sixteen, Luke eight eight, Luke fourteen thirty five, Revelation two seven, Revelation two seventeen, Revelation eight thirteen, Revelation sixteen one. What do you think that is? Nobody knows. Nobody looks. Someone's looking at my Every one of those scriptures, Jesus said, for those who have ears to hear. Now, the Bible's not for the for the well, I don't want to say more for the other religions. The Bible was written to the Revelation was to the church. So don't you realize that he's saying there's some people in the church that don't have ears to hear. So what he's saying right here is for those who have ears to hear, what the Spirit is saying to you or to me. How does he do it? I don't know, but he does it. He is capable of doing it, and he will always do it. And the Bible says that my sheep hear my voice, and the voice of a stranger they will not follow. But I'll tell you one thing: the stranger will come always. 
called strange voices, or strange fire, or strange, and even a strange woman, in a sense of, in, in, in Proverbs, where she, enticing things. So, Jesus is saying here, at the end of the age, Revelation 2 and 3 and all over, mostly 2 right here, and I probably, there's probably a bunch more, but it's just how we looked it up, and a lot. And he also said, those who have ears to hear, hear what I am saying to you. But everybody heard him, right? Everybody reads the Bible, they hear the words. But do they hear him? There's a difference between hearing a man or a theologian or hearing the Holy Spirit. I can preach a message from the Holy Spirit, and if I took everybody and isolated them and said, what did, God, what did the Holy Spirit say to you? It would, not, it, it, it would be the same message but everybody would get something because they're all going for a little bit different things at different times. The same message right now. God is speaking things to different people right now because of what's going on in their life right now. But it's the same word of God. That's right. Nobody knows that everybody thinks that everyone's hearing the same thing because they're going. Right. And everyone's been hearing fire lately because God's turning it up or whatever it might be. But basically, that's how it works. Same message. Or you have a message that man's creating, not birthed by the Holy Spirit, with a bunch of words. You're hearing the same scripture, but you're you're not really hearing the Holy Spirit. So he said those, Jesus said about the doctrines, about this, but those who have ears to hear, hear. Then he's saying hear again. They were hearing him, because obviously you wouldn't tell somebody to hear something if they weren't hearing him already. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Not what man says, what the Spirit is saying. So if you look up the scriptures, all of them say that. And then we have the aspect of, in other words, there's two ears in the kingdom of God. Well, ears to hear and itching ears, right? Well, Because they talk about two different ears in the New Testament. And then we, we all have ears. So I would say the itching ears are the things we want to hear that our flesh wants. Or if the guy was ready to break... If Jesus, let's just call him us, you, and it's something the devil came, and, and you knew what God had told you, 40 day fasting, 40 nights, 40 days, and the tempter came and said to you, uh, and you were willing to break your vow or whatever you want to say to God, and the tempter came and said, if you are, you can say, I'm a Christian, I have to prove it, or you can say, or you can, and he said, turn these bread and stone, and you're hungry, and you weren't ready to do the first thing, you would say, okay, I have the power to do it. I'll prove to you, devil, and eat it. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the same thing. You can say, well, I heard that, but was that what the Spirit was saying to you, or is that what the devil's saying? You see what I'm saying? So, of course you heard something, but if you let what you want, and this is what's going on in the church in, in a whole, what you want, even out of the Word of God, go um, and receive it, but it's not what the Spirit is really saying, then you'll have itching ears. You'll, you'll find people that preach the Gospel or the Bible for your making to suit your fancy or, you know, have it your way, Burger King. People go to churches not because of God's there. They find churches, well, this church has a great children's program. I'm going to find a church because it's based on the children's program. Or I'm going to find a church because they have great social programs. I'm going to find a church, right, so they... Might as well go to Burger King because it's not how our way. And then find out later that all those churches weren't even ordained or founded on the Word of God completely. They were full of traditions and the spirit of the age and all these other things. So we go looking for things 
that our flesh needs, or the church that has great benefit programs because I'm poor, instead of going to the Holy Spirit and become rich, or become the Holy Spirit and get delivered from the poverty spirit. Itching ears. Where was I? Last time. Ears to hear. So we have two kinds of ears. Those that hear what the Spirit is saying, and those that hear what that are itching ears that want to hear what they want. And everyone can pull Scripture out to do it. Both hear, but only one has hearing ears. Second Timothy, I charge thee, Timothy, there before God and the Father. A little bit, up a little bit more. Just a little bit. And, 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 and. Okay, that's good, perfect. A little down, yeah. And appearing, uh, shall judge the quick and the dead at the appearing of his kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant. It means be ready. Because why? Everyone says, well, i got to get... I do it too. Because I want to train because I get nervous. So I want to have my notes or something. But most times lately he's been just... It's been just... And the nation's just preaching. And the word just comes. But instant in season. That means when you feel like it or you don't. When you feel the anointing or you don't. Or out of season. Rebuke. Exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come, and I'm going to say the time is now, that they are not enduring sound doctrine. But are you? After their own lust, they're turning it into bread. They'll heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn their ears from the truth. Well, who's the truth? The proceeder out of the mouth of God. He's the spirit of truth. He guides you in all truth. I am the what? Not me, Jesus. The way. You've got to be careful. People will clip it and say, look, this guy's saying he's Jesus. I mean, they can probably tell you. I, mean, I am what? The way, the truth, and the life. No man come to God but through me. Through what? The truth. The truth. Our truth is our, is our connection to God. Satan is the liar. And he comes to, he lies to do what? To steal, to kill, and to destroy. And he's not called. And his biggest name is what? The tempter. He doesn't come to tell you, yeah, follow me, I'm going to take you to hell, and it's going to suck, but it's going to seem right, but I'm just deceiving you. No, he's the tempter. He watches you. He meditates. He hears what you talk. Some of you talk in the bathroom to yourself. He hears it all. You know, no one's home. Well, he hears because. Because there's no really walls down in the spirit. Now that'll stop some of you from doing weird stuff. Angels are watching everything you do all the time. And no matter if you're in your house or not, they see through walls, and demons do too. They're like in the kingdom, so it's in there. So it's like, so no matter what, you think you can go in the bathroom and hide and do something. All of heaven's watching. Jesus. Okay, Jesus. He was a Jew. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm saying too, yeah. And what we say, or what we... Type down, and then we are... Uh, well, I'm not going to send that. But you already typed it down, so it was already in your heart. That's right. Or yeah. yeah, whatever might come up. So remember, so God's in the place where we know that no matter what, because I can go out a whole... I'm going to go back to the... Anyway, so whatever we're doing, He knows. He knows you. And God knows us too. He knows us more. But the enemy knows you. He's been watching you. He's trying. And if you're any bit um, a... May I say a against him? What any bit a 
Come on, guys. There's Adversary. Any resistance? Resistance or a you're coming against them. You're Opposition. I love, uh, what is it called? Charades are great. When you're coming against him, you're, you're, if you're an opposer, you're, if you're making any havoc on his kingdom, if you're a threat, if you're any type of threat to him, he's probably going to find out more about you than you even know. And everyone's like, I want to, I want to do for God. Yeah. And I realize, well, the more you do for God, the more the devil's going to want to do for you. So you got to learn how to die. But at the same time, if you have ears to hear, you'll keep yourself out of a lot of trouble. Even if you fall into trouble, he'll lead you right out. So he said, be innocent in season with all long suffering, rebuke, reprove, and exhort. For the time will come when they will not endure. That means they will not handle it. They will not receive it. They will not go through. They are not. Uh, and like Jesus said, if we endure till the end, we shall be saved. They'll not go with it. And they'll turn their ears over to... And God, honestly, God has every... Or let's say the devil does, in a sense, because God's allowing it. There's a teacher out there for anything you want. You can find a teacher that'll make you a millionaire in the next three years. You can find a teacher that'll make the cross of no power in your life. You can find a teacher that'll tell you all about the Jewish traditions and you forget about the power of God. You can find a teacher for everything that's in the Bible, but do you know which ones are speaking? God's proceeding out of which one's mouth. Many don't know. They're following what they want. That's the problem why God's put us through the fire and doing different things. So our hearts line up with His heart and that He can lead us out of trouble in time of need. He's preparing us for persecution to come on this earth, for the laws to be changed, and us to be ready to, to stand for the gospel. And if they kill us, they kill us. Because our life is not our own. He's trying, and that's the only way to do this is by the Spirit. And He might just tell you not to say anything. We are called to be lambs led to the slaughter, just like Jesus. Hopefully not now, but it could happen. So, He's preparing us to be prepared to be with Him. That's basically it. So if we don't have ears to hear Him, we'll be led off to hear someone else. And we have itching ear Bibles as well. And uh, the phone's up there. I don't need it though. There's, just for example, all these different Bibles. And only one comes down to King James. And it was like, all of them said only, there's no condemnation that those that are, no, that are in Christ Jesus. And then it goes to the next verse. But right after that it says, for those who do not walk after the flesh, but walk after the Spirit. So Bibles are actually becoming itching ear Bibles. Because they're not giving the full context of the heart of God. You cannot take out half a verse unless you... So people live, oh, there's no condemnation, just get through it. Instead of dealing with, oh, you're feeling kind of condemnation because you're, you've stepped into sin, go repent. Right. So now the condemnation is just because you're having a bad day instead of, hey, repent. Or the other one says, the other one that was said, the other Bible, all the seven or eight, nine Bibles, and it says, if anyone's angry with his brother, he is in hell, judge, fire, and everything, and boom, you're... So you can't even get angry, but the, the, the King James says, if anyone be angry with his brother without a cause, so there's legitimate times we can get angry at something because 
And there's a righteous anger. So prophets and Elijah's got a, a righteous anger and the church is saying it's not God. Because God doesn't get angry. He's cool, calm, collected. Well, what if Jesus, even if He does it silent, we can do actions that are make us angry. So if I come in here and I say, start flipping tables, he's going to say, I don't say a word, right? And say a word. But you know, he's, he's not. He's angry. So we can find out what is God angry about? Or what is that person angry about? So we can deal with it. Is, it. is it just anger or is it unjust anger? So Jesus walking in the temple, flipping tables. But no, right? And according to the new Bibles that are being written, he's a sinner. Because he got angry at his brothers in the, in the temple, right? Come on, guys. It, what does he have to He didn't have to cuss or sin. He got angry because he flipped the thing. So you see, we changed that. No one can come in the temple, church and do anything. Oh, that's not the spirit of God. That, see, and, 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 and they're brainwashing because people want to hear what they want to hear. So nobody's accountable to truth, right? Jesus got angry, but he didn't sin. And he was love. And God wants us to be stirred and not manifest any anger or sin, but be angry and, and have an anguish and deep inside of us for what we're seeing and doing. And even with our own crap. Be sick of it. Angry at yourself about that. Not, not angry at yourself where you you're, you're don't love yourself. And I'm talking about at the things. You get mad at those things and, and, and where you'll shake them off. You know? But not, not, not the gospel of the, the end times. So he said, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine and heap to themselves. Heap. That's deep right there. Heap. Go look up heap. That's like... It's like heaping. It's like stacking up teachers upon teachers. Here's from the truth. Having turned into fables. Have you know? You're out of nurse. You're out of Bible, um, Sunday school. You're in middle school. Or you're... You're in college and you, you still go to church and the pastor's teaching uh, Bible fables about Jesus and Noah and the Mark and telling them how, still trying to convince the congregation all the time that God's really real for like 20 years. That's all his job is. I'm telling you really, he's really real. And the Noah Ark, it's happened. Then they'll get all the facts out, how Noah, they even found the Ark. And, and they call that the Gospel. Happens all the time. Or this, and people love it. So interesting. Oh, look at the knowledge. The pastor knows so much knowledge. Because he took out the encyclopedia and he copied it and read from it. Or whatever. But it's not the, the, the spirit of truth. Right? So, I'm almost done. Well, I better hurry. So. <laughs> Having engineers, ear Bibles as well. So, he, let's go to Hebrews 13. Real quick. Brother Love, continue. I'm going to skip down. To about verse number, if you want to read the rest, it will put it all together. But I'm going to go to 8 for the sake of time. Uh, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Be not carried about by diverse, strange doctrines. For it is not. It is a good thing that your heart be established with grace, not with meats which have not profited them, that have not occupied therein. We have an altar, therefore they have no right to eat, which serve the tabernacle. For the bodies of those beasts, whose blood of the sanctuary of the priest, and anyway, skip, but right there, let's go back to that. Don't be carried about by diverse, strange doctrines. Now, let us say, submit to them that rule over you, submit yourselves 
For they watch over your souls. You must be account to them and may do it with joy, not with grief, for it is unprofitable to you. Pray for us, for we trust, have a good conscience in all things, willing to be live honestly. But I beseech you rather to do this, that you be restored to you the sooner. Now, the God of peace that brought again from the dead. Make your per- work perfect. I'm skipping this 21 and then I'm going to go. Last two scriptures here. Little two pages. Let's go to Revelation 2.14 real quick. Just to, just to think about the doctrines and think about our own life. But he's, he's, he's proceeding all the time. So, Jesus said, I have a few things against you because you have hold the doctrine of Balaam. So he's telling the church, there's a doctrine in the church that's not for me. Not the Mormons. He's not talking about the Mormons. He wouldn't send a letter to the Mormons or the Jehovah Witnesses. Everybody knows that. He's saying there's doctrines of Balaam. Seven represents the whole church. There's seven different churches. We are the bride of Christ. So he's saying in the end times, by revelation, who has taught Balaam to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel to eat things sacrificed unto idols and commit fornication. This is a doctrine. In revelation 2.15. So then that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which I hate. There's a doctrine. That doctrine was a proceeding out of some man wrote it and then men of corrupt minds and reprobates of the faith or whatever they were doing picked it up and started to proceed man's voice into the church instead of what the Holy Spirit is saying. Revelation 2.24 But unto them that say the rest of the Thyatira that many have not. He's saying, and for you in the church that don't hold this doctrine in which you have known the depths of Satan as they speak, I will put you on no other birth. So if you're not speaking, <coughs> proceeding, if God's not proceeding out of your mouth, if you're a preacher, then Satan is. Or man. But anyway, Satan's influencing man. Anyway, for anyone to stand up there and switch the word of God, has got to be a deceived man. Period. Ended. And Satan is speaking. He is speaking through people every day. And people say, oh, don't talk... So we have to have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to you, to me, in every day of our life, every minute of our life. God's Word is proceeding. It's always moving. His Word is um, delicious, but His Word is always proceeding. When God speaks, it never stops. Eternity never stops. It's going and going and going and going. And that's why God says, decree to declare. Because if He's in it, there's power in it. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. But not if you have a, a dead source. He's talking about you. The power of the tongue. And then if it's you, it's death. Because you're speaking man's words, man's wisdom, and man's ways. And what is the end to that? It's death. So, it's life if it's coming from thus bread proceeds out of the mouth of God. Thus saith the Lord, thus saith the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth. You have not known the depths of saints. And, and the church thinks they can just do what they want, listen to what they want, go where they And then Satan's not going to come in. It's not that God's trying to take all the fun things away. He's trying to protect us because Satan wants to kill you yeah. and me and anybody. So this is the Word and the Holy Spirit is our protector. Mm-hmm. So we're hidden in the Word. We're hidden in Christ. We're hidden and the Holy Spirit is our comforter. So when we get and the accuser comes, he'll come and comfort us with the truth. And if we're doing something wrong, He'll convict us. He won't condemn us. But if, if we're doing something wrong and we're getting condemned, He's there to comfort us as soon as we turn back to Him. So if we're being condemned, 
which according to the, all those uh, new Bibles that they're reading, it's not in there, but according to King James, it is if we're being condemned. That means that's our thermometer. Hey, God, what am I doing wrong? Because why is Satan allowed to do this now? I'm not talking about the fire of God when God sets something up to, to do something. I'm talking about when you're being condemned, and you know, the minute you do something that you're not supposed to do, you start feeling bad, you start beating yourself up, and you start wondering, am I even saved anymore? Well, that's called condemnation. So, instead of pretending that that's just my everyday life, you deal with it, and you turn back to the cross, and you tell the devil to take off. And then you get back in Christ. So it's a, it's a blessing combination. It's not something we live with. If we're not in Christ, we won't have it. In Christ, we're not sinning, we're not gossiping, we're not doing anything. The minute we do that, we're out of Christ for a second, so we get right back in. It's, it's, and, and in real life, people actually have a conscience where they even know what's right and wrong until they get seared through deception. And what does he say? That God will send a strong delusion because they love not the truth. They, they love not the truth. God will send a strong delusion and they'll have a reprobate mind. So that's what's going on. People don't even know what's right and wrong anymore. But how many know when you were a little kid, you knew what was right or wrong? You go and steal something from your brother, no matter what you did, you know it. And even your mom looks at you and you cry and you drop it. You don't even have to worry. Have you ever seen a kid old enough and you know he took something from And then you know he, know he got caught, he turns around and he just cries and drops it. Because he's like, and then, it's, that's all God, that's all we got to do with God. Drop it, cry, or don't even have to cry, or just real. And, say, uh, and your heart says sorry, and there you are, back in Christ. That's a blessing. They want to they want to destroy that away and make yourself your own God. You decide what you do and what you do, and you don't have, thus say, uh, you don't hear what the Spirit is saying to you anymore. Because we're the church, right? The walking church. The walking church. We're church on wheels, no, we're the walking church. We're the... We're, Okay, anyway. Alright, last scripture. Second John. Everyone just stand up because I know some of you aren't used to long messages like this. Or how long was it anyway? Not too long. You haven't seen nothing yet. Okay, that's about 30 minutes shy of a normal message. Okay. But not all the time. Just when the Spirit says it is time. But you can have itching ears and go to a 30 minute sermon and... Because I want a church that's only preaches 30 minutes long. Oh, you're busted. Whoever's thinking that. All right, anyway, let's take Second John, the elder and the elect lady of her, of her children, whom I lo- who love in the truth. That's who I want to love in the truth. And, and not I only, but also all they that have known the truth. For the truth's sake, which dwelleth in us. Everybody said, in me. In me. And shall be with me forever. Grace be with you. Mercy and peace from the God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son, the Son of the Father in truth and love. I rejoice greatly that I found of thy children walking in truth, as we have received a commandment from the Father. And I and now I beseech thee, lady, and I write in the new commandment with thee, that which you had from the beginning that we love one another. And this is the love that we walk after His commandments. So the Bible says, Jesus says that, I don't live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds, everything the Holy Spirit is saying, I have an ear to hear. And like the Holy Spirit's always speaking, so I don't live by, for my house. I don't live for what I eat or drink or put on. 
only, but I live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And what is God's proceeding or is doing? He's directing me. He's prophesying to me. He's directing me in His way. And He's, he's the narrow way. So He's proclaiming His heart, His by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit in our lives. He is alive speaking unless we drown out His voice with what we want to hear. We can be in trouble. So we have to have ears to hear. Jesus wasn't just saying that to be funny. <laughs> we don't have ears to hear. Look, God, He's so funny. Look at my ears. So someone goes, He's got big ears and big ears. Everyone starts talking about their ears. He's talking about your spiritual man. We have spiritual ears. And then we have these ears. How many know that people say that they didn't hear me? What do you mean they didn't hear you? I mean, you were on a megaphone. I mean, we go to meetings, they didn't even hear me. Because they heard you, but they didn't, it didn't, they didn't receive it. It didn't, the seeds didn't go into the ground. Like, they, they hear with these ears, but they're not hearing what the Spirit's saying. So it's like, you can talk to a bunch of people. Say, you, I go to have meetings and like, and, or do different things and meet. And like, they didn't even hear me. Like, they sat and listened. And somebody said, well, listening is good right now. They listened, but they didn't hear and, and, and the world say, oh, be a good listener. You know, here, no, it's more about be a hearer of, the, of, of what God is saying. You can act like you're listening because you're, you're paying attention, but you're not hearing. And you can, it's not hearing. I can scream the same thing or I can whisper it. But do you have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying? Because it's for our own good. If God is love and He has set a path before us and He has predestined us and has a... Um, an entire journey for us to walk on. We need to, He's our GPS. We need to hear it. Or we're going to miss the turn. Or we're going to miss this turn. Or we're going to, and then I was so upset because in Poland, or was it in the Alps or Austria or Germany, we were driving in the stupid, this GPS let me go way up the mountain. We switched drivers and I went and I was going. And the one I have, like every 10 seconds, turn around, turn around. So this thing, let me and I went like, and you know, we've been driving all day, and it's like, this was like, extra half an hour is not fun when you think, when you were looking at the kilometers and you were down to these, and all of a sudden 30 more pop on there. It's not a happy time, because you're like looking at that, looking at that, looking at the time, and you're just going, and you're like, oh, what happened? And you're like, and the thing took so long. Now, it wasn't that the radio was up, the thing, I, was I hearing? Did it say, I don't know, I don't think so. She, Maybe it was a different GPS. But it was like, that's how some of us get. We let it go so long. But this GPS, let's say it works right. We don't want to end up way up the mountain. And have to turn around and go all the way down. And it was dangerous going down. Boy, it's just like... And then go to that point and say, wow. There's an extra, all this wasted time. Because I didn't hear, turn right here. Or go straight because the music was too loud. Or I was listening to what I wanted to hear. Oh, but this is my favorite song. And God's, the GPS is over here trying to say, turn around. And I'm like, oh, but I love this song. Wait, wait. And then all of a sudden, you're all off the, off the route. And you're like, wait a second. That's the Spirit speaking in the GPS. That fleshly stuff, or whatever, if it's worship, actually, if it is worship, God will turn that down in here. You'll hear Him even more if you're really worshiping Him. But let's say it's you're hearing what you want to hear. You know, you shouldn't be listening to world music. You're listening to some stuff you shouldn't be listening to anymore. And it's your favorite song that you never got delivered from, even when you got born again. <laughs> you know, ah, you're laughing, you're all guilty. All the ones that laughed are guilty. <laughs> well, I'm not guilty. I'm just laughing because you're laughing. <laughs> you, know, you 
you know that happens. Marlene knows I don't listen to the world, but once in a while you might hear something, you know, like, oh, I don't remember this, but anyway. So, anyway. <laughs> so, right? So you're hearing your flesh. Those are, and then you're not hearing what God's saying. So you got to learn to keep your ears down and keep those ears on high. You can be hearing music, but you got to be hearing Him. So it says, and this is love that we walk after the commandments. This is the commandment that you have heard from the beginning. We didn't say this is the hand that you read in the Word. He said that you heard from the beginning. See that? That you should walk in it. For many deceivers entered into the world and into the church who confess not that Jesus has come in the flesh and are deceivers and antichrist. Do you know any other spirit that you hear from is an antichrist? Because it's not Christ. And anything they do is going to be against Christ. And that's why we have antichrist churches. Not because they worship Satan, because they're against the sound doctrine. So it's antichrist because Jesus says, pick up your cross. And they're like, Jesus died and now we can live and fornicate because of his blood. False grace, you know what I'm talking about? Do whatever we want. Itching ears, you know, we have a blessed life. I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to live for me. I'm going to become rich and later I'll think about sowing some money into missions. That kind of thinking. Well, that's what's going on. It says, many deceivers have entered into the world who confess not that Jesus Christ. Look to yourselves that we lose not those things which we, we ought. See, you can lose it. That we receive a full reward. Whosoever transgresses and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ. So right there's the key. Abide in the doctrine of Christ has not God. Oh, people are getting mad at you. What do you mean I don't? What are you? I said to that guy, you don't know him. What? Remember in the video, he's like, what do you, he got really offended. What do you mean? Well, Jesus said, and then I said, well, the Bible says, who is my brother brother? Jesus was saying, my brother, those that do the will of the Father, this is not God's will. And you think it's God's will, and you're saying it's okay. So, if you do have a relationship to him, you're under deception, sir. So you might have known him once. I'm not saying you didn't meet him, but you don't know him now. Because if you know Him now, the doctrine will be proceeding out of in your life constantly. And you'll have ears to hear. So it's very simple. And we had such ears to hear when we first got saved. But we end up starting to find the things we want. Find the Christians that... Or if we're compromised, just we find the compromisers. Huh? This, you know, if I like compromise, I'm not going to hang around people that are going through the fire. Because that's why you see people run out of here. And it's because they want to cop. They're not ready for Jesus. They want religion. They want to go to heaven. But are you ready to have ears to hear? Because He's going to change us. And He's doing it. And it's not always awesome. But you know what? It is awesome. Because when you realize it and you see it and you see how much He's faithful and how much He loves you, it's not just about what He did on the cross for us only, but it's about us entering into the, to His sufferings, entering into the fire, and becoming one with Him fully. And that's what the Bible's all about. And I don't know what's what other doctrines are, but that's the doctrine. It says, deceivers have entered into the church and the world, confessing Christ and, 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 and renouncing Him. Whosoever doesn't transgress abideth not in this doctrine of Christ, who is not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ hath both the Father and the Son. And, did that so you guys are like, okay. And there come any unto you and bring any other doctrine. Receive him not. So why? Okay. This I'm not trying to talk about people in all this. This tell big TV guy have this woman or these other TV people 
that hold doctrines of Christian science and fight in their home and do interviews and eat with them. When the Bible says, if there come any of you that bring any other doctrine, receive them not in your house. Neither give them God's feet. Don't give them any time. I mean, I try to invite the Jehovah's Witnesses just because I can convert them, but they won't even step in once you want to pray with them or talk about Jesus. They want to come in until you want to pray. They want to come in until, you know, they want to come in and take over with their doctrine, but the the minute you have your own doctrine and you're like, well, this is this, and then they're like, that's not part of my script. i got to go, and they just take (laughs) off. I don't know. You know what I mean? And it's like, you're just like, hey, let's pray for the truth, but they're running away. I'm like, well, it's like they don't even pray. I mean, I don't know. It's like a hidden that they can't pray with me, I guess. I guess or I try to pray. And they run away. They don't even get a chance to come in the house. But God is saying, don't bring a house and have fellowship in common and, and, and give your ear to something that you know is wrong and off, off the mark, right? It says it right here. So that's another thing. So we see those things and say, why? Are you trying to be famous? Are you trying to get doors open? Are you want God doing this? Or are you actually... Um, think every religion is okay in these doctrines. I mean, there's big doctrines. You know, I'm talking about the doctrines in here that have crept in like prosperity, all these making the gods of our own making in the church right now as we speak. And don't give them a time of the day, it says. Having many things I write to you, but I would not with paper and ink. But I trust I come to you and speak face to face that your joy may remain full. The children of thy elect greet you. Amen? Father, we thank you that you're the bread from heaven, Jesus. Father, we thank you that you're the way, the truth, and the life. We thank you, Father God, that we ask, everyone just put your, did we do this the other night? I don't want to copy Joe, no. I just got to let it. Anyway, put your hands on your ears because some of you weren't here. And say, Lord Jesus, give me ears to hear. Give me eyes to see. Put eyes solvent on my eyes that I might see. Take anything that the, that the devil has clogged my ears with and I just pull it out in the name of Jesus. That I will have ears to hear. I cut off Every lie, every false doctrine, every word that does not proceed out of the mouth of God that I received into my spirit. And I ask you, Lord Jesus, to take the itch away out of my ears. And I want and I will live by every word that proceeds out of your mouth. I won't argue doctrine with people. I will just be led by your Spirit. Father, I thank you that you've given us the discernment that we can test the spirits, that you lead us, even when... We do things, and we say, well, that wasn't, it didn't happen. I don't you guys can stop that. Even when we do things, it doesn't happen. You say, well, that didn't happen right. It doesn't mean it wasn't God. God uses all things together for His good. God has us do things that we think something's going to happen different, and it's not. And you question, well, was did I hear God? Well, if you're in Christ, and you have ears to hear, you heard Him. Unless, your ears start to get itchy. People say, well, that, because they've already discerned, well, if this is the way that is, then that is. And someone said, well, come forth 
And um, Father, we ask you to break out with dreams, um, revelatory ways. We don't want to just learn to hear you even one way, God. We want to open the horizons to hear you in dreams, in visions, in any way you want to speak to us. Father, we thank you, Lord. And where we put, let garbage come in and clog up our spiritual ears, God. We just open them right now to you, Holy Spirit, and Spirit of Truth. We will not have, and even fear can shut your ear. Even fear can shut your ear. Your ear is the ear. Father, we'll step out. We'll step out, God. 